0: Welcome to Advent Sermons and Conversations podcast. This is the sermons half. The sermon was given by Pastor Gary Mills on May 27th, 2018. Holy Trinity Sunday. You can find the readings for this week in the podcast description. There is a story told of a man who walked out to the edge of the Brooklyn Bridge, stood on a ledge, and another man saw him and ran to see if he could help. And after a few moments of conversation, the talk continued like this. The man who ran to help him said, you know, I'm a Christian, and my Christian faith often helps me in times of trouble and tribulation, when I'm troubled in this world. And the man on the ledge said, I'm a Christian too. The other man responded, really, what denomination are you? I'm a Lutheran. Well, so am I. I'm a Lutheran too. What a surprise. Are you Missouri or ELCA? Said the man. Oh, I'm ELCA. Wow, what a coincidence. So am I. I belong to the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Well, now, said the man who went to help, when you have communion, Do you use real wine or non-alcoholic? Oh, we use non-alcoholic, said the man who stood at the ledge. And the man who ran to help yelled, Infidel! Heresy! And walked away. Sometimes in the church, we let the smallest of issues get blown out of proportion and we lose our sense of humor and sense of why we exist as church. And so it has been through the centuries with the doctrine of the Holy Trinity. It almost more than anything else has led to great wars and divisions within the church. The Athanasian Creed, which is the third creed that we claim as Lutherans and as Christians, was written in the 5th century as a way to determine who was right and who was wrong in their understanding of the Apostles and the Nicene creeds. Among other things, the Athanasian Creed says, The Father is incomprehensible. The Son is incomprehensible. And the Holy Spirit is incomprehensible. I would like to say to you, my friends, that the whole thing is incomprehensible. Difficult to understand. And that's where many Christians find themselves, let alone agnostics and atheists. Many of us find ourselves in a position where the trinity seems to be irrelevant and incomprehensible. And yet, there are some basics that we can easily grasp onto about the trinity. Think about water for a second. Water is always H2O. Whether it is running out of the tap, whether it appears as steam, or whether it is a solid block of ice, it is always H2O. God the Father came to us in Jesus, the Savior, and is still working among us in the Holy Spirit. And that's as complicated as it needs to be. However, don't be misled into thinking that God is understood and that we as humans have succeeded in describing God and know all that there is to know about God because that would be false. Even if we can get a handle on the Trinity, it doesn't mean that we know all there is to know about God. Even if we can grasp on to the idea of God as Trinity, three in one and one in three, that doesn't explain everything. For God is still mysterious, and God is still beyond what we human beings can completely and fully understand. God is still mysterious. And it is into this mysterious nature of God that the prophet Isaiah walked and is speaking today in our Old Testament text. The king is dead or is dying, but there is a king who never dies, according to Isaiah, the living God, the one who is described in the first verse of today's first lesson. What Isaiah is seeing here and is telling us is not a physical picture of a person, but something much more of the imagination and the numinous, though nonetheless real for that, God is not described. It is enough to note that merely the hem of God's robe filled the temple to tell us how great and grand God is. Isaiah's vision is a mystery, but not so mysterious that we know nothing. It is the living God, And that is very real. The seraphs in that text wait on God in worship, and their holy, holy, holy is an expression that God is ultimate beyond all else. For Isaiah, holiness is what God is all about, and it is in holiness not in the religious, but in holiness that we live out our lives. And so it is in the midst of Isaiah's vision that we find that we are unworthy in the presence of God and yet find out like Isaiah that we are forgiven. As always in Scripture, God takes the initiative in forgiving and offers new life God took the initiative with Jesus and forgave and offered new life. And in Isaiah, he is now transformed from observer to prophet. And we too are transformed from observer to proclaimer of the mighty acts of God. It is in this encounter in Isaiah that God, that we hear about God as Trinity. Now, nowhere in the Bible is the Trinity as a doctrine mentioned, for that was not formulated until long after Scripture had been written down. However, we see with Isaiah that although God is mysterious and cannot be fully known, the living God can still be met, can still be in relationship with us and we with God. And this is what Trinity is all about. Relationship with God as creator. Relationship with Christ. God as redeemer. Relationship with the Holy Spirit. God as sanctifier, that person of the Trinity that dwells in us from the moment of our baptism, that walks with us through our lives. And this is what Trinity is all about. Another example is the sacrament of Holy Communion. Now, I think that sometimes our sacrament of Holy Communion is a strange thing to those who are outside of the church. People gathering together to simply eat bread and wine, a kind of memorial to someone who died, they might think. And to us, it is much more. It is more than even words can express. It is not a memorial. It is Christ actually present for us in with and under the elements of bread and wine. It is what Jesus did in the upper room with the disciples, and it is what Jesus did with his disciples after the resurrection. We remember that God fed the Israelite people in the wilderness with manna, and we remember that God feeds us with the body and blood of our Lord. It is a living activity with elements of the earth, wine and wheat. It is God, alive. It is food for our souls because the Holy Spirit is present in our celebration and is making us alive and changing us into something different. We are enclosed in the Father. We are enclosed in the Son. And we are enclosed in the Holy Spirit. And the Father is enclosed in us. The Son is enclosed in us. The Holy Spirit is enclosed in us all mightiness, all wisdom, all goodness, one God, three persons, one Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And yet there is much more to it than that. It is about how we put together Bethlehem and Calvary and Pentecost and live out the events of our lives and the life of our Lord in this world. It is about how we experience God in the people around us, how we experience God in the world around us. It is purposeful and sends us forth as a new creation into the world. For we are created, saved, and sanctified in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are released into the world from this sacrament and that sacrament and the power of God, the Trinity, so that we might be lights for the world, a beacon of hope for the world, proclamation of life for the world. That is what Trinity is all about. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at adventnyc.org. Our services are 9am and 11am in English and 1230pm in Spanish at 93rd and Broadway.